Hey guys, welcome to episode three of Tambayan. I'm your host, Josh, your lead recruiter and culture officer for the Philly Fest committee. Today, you already know him. He's Ranch. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hiya, I'm Ranch. You might recognize me from um, Tambayan episode zero, episode one, and episode two. Um, other than that, I am the chief finance officer for Philly Fest this year. And that's it. That's all I have to say. Do you want to introduce yourself, Brandon? Hi, I'm Brandon. I am the business advisor for Philly Fest. I am six foot one in selected footwear. I am Mr. Tarlock 2018, Chow King enthusiast, Lecher Flan connoisseur, and Magic Mike superstar. Thank you for having me, guys. You forgot Ranch's best friend of 12 years, but we'll, oh, and, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll leave that out. I'm okay. so okay. dead. What's your go-to song on Magic Mike? Wonderful tonight, Eric Clapton. Come on, Ranch. You, you saw that '96. I, I got was it? Fine, was it fine. I'll give that to you. I'll give it exactly. to you. <laughs> no, no one can talk me on Magic Mike, bro. So let's just crack on with the subject. Um, last episode we talked about surviving pressures. This episode we're all about surviving uni as a whole and how we took care of ourselves. Um, I know all three of us had different experiences. Brandon, do you want to just run us through how you found first year? So first year for me in particular was actually very dead. Right, because I didn't I didn't move out for uni, so and the last trains were at eleven p.m. So I can't just go out and enjoy myself. If I was to go to a motive, you know, if I ca- I can't I have a curfew. So if I miss that eleven p.m. train, district line, it's sixty pound back home for an Uber. I'm not I'm not doing that. Look, unlike Ranch, had a time of his life over there in Bath. Oh but, no! Oh yeah. I was living my best life at uni, especially first year. Because for me, first year, they didn't count. Like, I just needed to pass, need to get my 60% so I can get a good study year abroad placement. And then, yeah, that was it. So, yeah, because I think because I moved out, I definitely had a lot more freedom compared to if I had stayed at home and lived with my parents. So, 10 out of 10, would recommend. Must be nice. Nah. Yeah, Josh, I know you did a different course because I know you did NHS something, NHSE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously that's like lectures and probably some hospital time. So was it different for you? It was different, like in a lot of ways. There's there's so much pressure from parents because you know how Filipino parents are. Like they didn't like force me, but they tried to influence me to get an NHS course. Um, It worked out. It was free. No debt. No debt gang. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um and i got a good good job at the end so it was it was okay that it was the same though like my first year didn't count so i i didn't try as hard as i wanted to because i know i just needed to pass i don't know for you brandon you did your one cut no it had my my first year had like a small percentage weight as well and my course was it included a placement so i had to get that first like i had to work hard and in order to get the interest from employers and stuff so but did you end up going to placement though of course yeah i ended up working for the for the nhs you know <laughs> at least i had four other like placement students with me so it wasn't like i was alone with you know the grown-ups you know so. do you guys found like uni really hard overall or did you have like ways to cope because i know like my way of coping was just playing games <laughs> Probably like overspending on shopping. 
just to keep it, just to keep my sanity, you know, intact. I don't know if you mm. guys have different, different like experiences, because I know all of us did placement, like with our respective degrees. Uni, uni was hard. I think no, I think you'll very rarely find someone who found uni easy. But I think people still do it because it is rewarding, and there are a lot of benefits to it. Like apart from the degree part. Mm. So yeah, I think we all need, we all just need to find ways to cope with it. So I think for me, it was the social aspect. I think joining a society and meeting people that way, and or just, sort of just like hanging out with my flatmates or going back home to sort of reset like my mindset, which is very, very, very helpful actually and underrated. So yeah, just, just bottom line, uni, hard, find a way to cope. That's it. Whereas you could hang out with your friends, yeah. But on the other end, here, like, so my, it was a routine. Like, it it was hard mentally because it was such a draining thing. Like, so I would have to wake up at, what, 5 a.m. if I had a 9 a.m. lecture because I would need to leave the house at 6 or 7. Oof. It's a two-hour commute, right? Mm. So if I miss that train, it's... It's, it's already it's, it's already rush hour. Yeah, it's like seven a.m. There's school kids. There's Greg from Westminster trying to work down there to his bank. So it's like yeah, if I miss that train, it's done. So yeah, I would arrive. Like, I would have to wake up at five, and then it would be like a nine to last lecture at six or something, five or six, four or something. Then I would stay at the library until nine. Then I would get home at eleven. So that's like a five to eleven day every day. I've got lectures. And it's like, it was so draining. So it's like, I never had time for myself. Like, I'll play one or two FIFA games, like when I get home at 11, eat, mm. watch YouTube videos, and then rinse and repeat. Like, it, it was so draining for me. I think that's what I found so hard because I couldn't really stay around and hang about with people mm. at uni because I just couldn't, I couldn't miss the train. Yeah. I can't imagine doing three years of just commuting for two hours, you know? Well, the only thing that got me through was music oh my god like, mm. it's the only thing I can do like sitting on a train I can't just stare at people because that's just weird so, so I could say to sum up my uni experience I can do it by music and then you know when I'm on the train right I'll, I'll you know when you just dramatically look out the window while you're listening to like a sad song like R&B pretend you're in a music video mm-hmm. that was me that was me going home every day just because it was so draining now, Ranch, though, that five-hour trip to Bath, how many times did you come back? I tried to come home. So, basically, every month, either I would go home or my parents would come visit for a weekend. So, it'd be, like, one month they'd come visit, and then the next month I'd go home. So, I had a fairly good system there where I get to see, like, home friends like you guys fairly regularly. Like, compared to some of my uni mates, that was too frequent. I had friends who didn't go home for a whole semester like for me that was like I, I i couldn't do it like i needed just like not even just bad as it may seem not even just to see people but i needed it for myself to just reset and get away from that environment just to like get my bearings again so, like even like like same for me like during first year i lived at halls but like most of the time like well every couple of weeks i'd go home I don't know. It's just to escape that uni life for a bit, just for a weekend. Yeah, I think I'd go home to just get away from the... Like, I'd go home to sort of be around a Filipino environment again. 
I think it was nice to get a cultural reset, like going from a white environment with white friends and then just see right. my Filipino. Oh, you, you, you can just say you missed me, you know. Like you just, <laughs> you, you... No. No, um... wow. okay, cool. okay. <laughs> no, fine. I, I missed I missed you. I missed you, man. I missed you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. I don't I didn't have a lot of Filipinos actually like in my year. There was only like three or four. And this was med school. No, or not. Te- well, St. George's is technically like a healthcare med school. And there weren't actually a lot of Filipinos. I think we had our first like Filipino society um, just as I left uni. So that was a bit of a bummer. Mm. But yeah, just to come back home uh, to see parents, family, you guys as well, just to have that familiarity. I don't know about you and your course, Brandon, business. I it was, was business, right? Own, I was the only Filipino on my course. I, yes, I. I never saw a Filipino on my course for the whole three years. Four years, even. Or three years. Really? Three years. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I didn't, there was a Kingston Filipino Society, but, like, during first year, I didn't actually join, like, any societies. Because I'm split between two unions. Which which one do I commit to? Do you know what I mean? Why not both? That's the number one mistake right there. Mm. You need to join at least one society at uni. That's, like, my... Not one of my top pieces of advice mm, yeah i do regret great regret it though i mean i'm happy with the way things are now but i think to complete my uni experience would be to like join a lot of different societies i mean i did join the filipino society at kingston <coughs> brandon <laughs> during second year <laughs> well I, I was not informed so you know you were too busy you were too busy yeah, yeah i was too busy on the train i was probably on the train too much, so <laughs> I swear there was a train society. You're gonna join that? What are you gonna talk about me? <laughs> there was not a train kidding, society. <laughs> How many societies did you end up joining, Raj? Because I know that, like, I don't know. You've seen the type to all of them. All of them. Being well, uh, well, during Freshers' Week, I joined all the societies. <laughs> Turn, I joined Baking Appreciation, not baking, Baking Appreciation. Um, I joined ACS. I joined. But I didn't go to any of them. I just put my <laughs> <What>? name down. <laughs> then I joined I joined Squash as a social member. I still can't play it for sure, but you make you meet great people. <laughs> then I joined cheerleading in final year, which I did go to. And we did compete like twice. So yeah, you meet a lot of great people in these societies. So pick up a random sport. Even oh. if it's like croquet, hockey, lacrosse. Like I didn't even know lacrosse was a support before I went to UD. I was like, but you know, I actually did join like a sports society during first year. Not you didn't. Know. I did. I did. I joined badminton. I actually joined badminton. badminton. I did. I did. I was actually quite good at badminton. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm imagining you in badminton. And I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. It would be. It was first year though, so I don't know about my skills now. But I only did it for like a semester because I had to. Because most of my lectures were at George's, and the society I joined was at Kingston, so I was like. You should have invited Brandon to join you in badminton. I would have loved to see that. I don't think that's my cup of tea, I can't lie to you. <laughs> I don't know. How else did you guys like cope? I felt like during your hardest year, my hardest year was second year. Like I was struggling. Cause that's when everything like you know, first year, as I said, it didn't count, so I didn't take it too seriously. But like when second year hit, I was like, ooh. 
see second year was the hardest i think we we all had the same experience with my friendship group at uni where we all didn't take first year too seriously and when second year came we were like oh let's do the same as first year let's mess about and then when first semester exam results came out <laughs> all our grades dropped by like five percent and we were all like so yeah, no, it was yeah. Second year was hard. I think that was the biggest struggle for me too. But how do you cope? I don't know. <laughs> how did I cope? I, I I know that I was like really stressed. Like you could sh- you could you could tell from like the way I was eating. I was skinny. <laughs> skinny hashtag skinny legend. <laughs> hashtag skinny bro. Come on. Like my diet was like chicken nuggets chicken kievs every day i didn't like cook anything like my skin was a mess um how i cope like i actually i got into like skincare because there were a lot of koreans in my in my way kingston anyway because it's, it's there's a fashion school at kingston in it and I, I i made a friend during one of the socials and i was like she was like oh maybe you should try this bb cream and like <laughs> that's when it all, all, all hit the fan I start look glowing. We're glowing now. We're glowing now. Okay. Guinness fam. Guinness. No, yeah. So you cope through skincare. I cope through just surrounding myself with positive energy. I think I was lucky where I have a good support system with my friends. And I think they were very they were all very um supportive and gave a lot of positive affirmations. Mm. Cause I think that's part of it. If they help you believe in yourself that you can get through it, then that's half the battle done. You just have to do it, push through and do it. Mm. What about you, Brandon? Nah, second year had me on ropes as well. Like mm. I was having quarter life crises every day at 21 or 22. Crises. 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 Okay. Yeah, but nah, like it's just, it's just an increased amount of pressure from the first year as well, like compared to the first year. Because it's just, you actually have to take it seriously. Otherwise, you're not going to make it to the final year. And it's like, you need to graduate you can't you're already how much in debt unlike josh but yeah you're already in debt mm. so you need to take it <laughs> so seriously but it's like at the same time you're you're growing into an like mentally you're growing as an adult like because you just need to have a strong a strong mindset in order to transition yourself into when you eventually graduate and make it into the real life as you would say and it's like for me i think my mentality in my second year, like the starting of second year, it was very fragile. I was like, I was, mm. I'm not, I'm not the same person I am from then. Like you can look at him and mentally that's, that's my son. Like I've grown like so much as a person. It's like, mm. it's the second, my second year, like there was all these mental struggles, right. But I had to just, you know, you'd have people around you that you can vent to, that you can trust with like all your problems and stuff. And, you know, like that, they would help you get through it and just change your mindset because it's a hard thing to change your mindset from within. Mm. Like you can have as much help yeah. as you can, but it all comes from inside at the end. So that mm-hmm. that's the hardest part about it. And think I think to symbolize my 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 change in mindset, I shaved my head. You you guys remember my my <laughs> my head? I made me six three like. I don't know, maybe our, our editor could no look look our editor could maybe put insert, in, picture, insert here picture here. Yeah, insert picture of me with 
hair that made me six foot three, man. You know what I called it? Yeah. I called it the makeup brush Brandon. Bro, the makeup saw, brush Brandon face. They, they, called, they called it the, the loaf, loaf of bread. Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody called me Woody Woodpecker. I swear there was all sorts of names. But yeah, like. Finally reached six foot. In it. Yeah, it's the 5'11". Yeah. I'm six foot. I'm six foot. Yeah, but yeah, like, to symbolise the change in myself, I said, yeah, let me shave my head. Right. He had a Britney moment. Not bad, you know? Yeah. He had a Britney <laughs> New man. I'm a new man. But... Yeah. What I like to say is that for first year, you make friends. Second year is where you find your support group. Mm. Mm-hmm. You Definitely. naturally gravitate to people that you know, as you it said, like you. affirm you, build you up. Yeah, um, yeah. Some you, someone you can confide into. Like for me, it was just um, uh, my group of uh, Filipino friends. Uh, we're still tight to this day. Like it's because like uni, Filipino uni friends. Filipino friends, and and like outside uni, because you know mm. you can't just keep everything in uni. I you need to have a step back and like go back to like your friends growing up because you kind of want to you want to connect as well you don't want to lose you don't want to lose friends during uni well that's me anyway personally um that's where i find my support group and you know just to confide just for support because you're all going through the same struggle like mm. even the top the, pe- the person like on top of on top of their game like during uni is probably gonna have like something behind the scenes um just everyone because uni is so different you know what I mean? It's yeah. it's not like secondary school. It's not like no, sixth form or different. college. It's a different. Mm. It's a different beast. Yeah, mm-hmm. I learned how to cook sinigang first year uni. <laughs> That's the problem you were having. That's crazy. <laughs> Meanwhile, wow. I, I remember like wow. I think it was after a night out. I was just for some reason. You know when you just talk about life after a night out. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I just it's I just remember laying down on. Jeremy, you know, he was from the last episode. Check out oh, YouTube. Like, Jeremy, yeah. Yeah. Where, where yeah. is his story <laughs> going? Shut yeah. up. I remember lying on his uh, accommodation Lap. kitchen table. No, nah, he <laughs> oh, I thought it was, yeah, nah, was nah, going to nah, be nah, like, nah, nah, nah. like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm lying face up on his kitchen table. Just, and then we, start, we just start talking about will we ever find the one or something. I was talking about, I don't know. <laughs> I think Jeremy has a girl, so I was like, yeah, I was just, I was just talking to him about life. So. But it's good to have like people you can talk to life about just to get everything out there. It's good to have like people you can talk to. So, mm. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Raj? How was Bob? What about Whose kitchen like, table were you lying? Those kitchen wall? tables were you yeah. lying? <laughs> what floor? <laughs> I don't think. I think I couldn't. Yeah, I definitely had people to confide in, like, like uni friends. But I was one who was firmly grounded in terms of my support system in my home friends. Mm. It's like I had quite a, like, I have a fairly big circle of friends. Mm. Popular. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think I was never short of someone to reach out to if I needed it, which is, I consider myself very lucky. But yeah, it was also nice to have someone there or a few people there at uni that I could, you know, talk life with. Mm. But I don't think I've ever talked to anyone about Will I ever find it? <laughs> Sorry, Brandon. I had, I, had, I had other priorities. I had <laughs> other priorities. It's Sorry. Thought, it's like random just life thoughts. You just mm. have to think about sometimes. Those late night conversations. Yeah, you though. know what I mean? They're the best type of conversations, you know? But yeah. Now, Ranch, I know you had many wilder night. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Bath yeah. is a part of uni, isn't it? Bath is not a part of uni, actually. Compared to places like Nottingham, Bristol, Manchester. Bath is fairly tame. But yeah, my uni life was not short of a wild night out. Um, especially because... Yeah, I think I'm a, I'm a relatively social person as well. So I, I need, not need, but I, I, I thrive in those situations. Um, and yeah, it might have given me a mild alcoholic, a, a alcoholic problem, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Is this an intervention? Do you want to go into it? Oh, okay, intervention yes. time. Hi, I'm Ranch. Hi, Ranch. Hello, Ranch. <laughs> Just AA and AA meeting. <laughs> No, but yeah, you do. It's it's part of the experience. I mean, I'm not saying you have to go out and drink because if you don't, don't feel obliged. Yeah, I don't need to. Fun. But it's a, it's it's definitely a significant part of British, at least, uni culture. So mm. I think it's most uni culture. I I remember my my head of year, like during first year, uh, our first like week of lectures. He was like, make sure you work hard, but also play harder and rest the hardest, because uni's a balance it's not just studying it's a whole experience that you need to you know need to undergo through um mm. for someone living out like for the first time you know you don't know what you're doing you you make friends not necessarily like in your flat but like of course it's a, it's really it's a new experience for everyone especially as a fresher um it's the first time living out first time looking after yourself first time paying rent and managing your own time, and you're not guided to anything. Um, yeah, yeah. For most people, uni isn't just about. Sorry, um, it's not just about growing like your knowledge, like knowledge, but like from your lectures. Like uni is definitely a significant part of it is growing as an adult. Um, like learning, learning how to pay bills, being independent. But like, you just get a new outlook on life. I would say, so embrace it. Embrace it. You come out of uni a different person, I would say. You do. I know, Ranch, that you, you your placement was in Singapore. How was that? Yeah. So my third year, so it wasn't a, so it was a, so I wasn't working. So I studied my third year in Singapore. So that was a brand new challenge because obviously it's the uni experience, but you're thousands of miles, thousands of miles. Yeah. Halfway across the world, <laughs> pretty much. So obviously, uni in Singapore is different in its own right mm. obviously the system and whatever but obviously i couldn't just go like oh let's go home for the weekend i want to see my friends and family <laughs> so i remember i remember one time uh me and random were talking and he was like let's take a cheeky weekend trip to singapore and i just looked at him i was like no but that, that, you know that's what, what comes with brandon was willing to do it your money that's too much <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. A weekend in Singapore. I don't Singapore. know what I was thinking. Look, 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 look. I don't know. You know, the fact that Brandon even considered yeah. it, mm. you know what that means? That means a lot. <laughs> I was yeah, down. I was willing Low-key. to go to Singapore for a weekend. <laughs> you know, you know, uni in Singapore. I don't know. You, you've you lived in the Philippines for a bit. Or you know the lifestyle in the Philippines now. Mm-hmm. Was it similar? It was quite different, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, everyone was more... In terms of education, I think it's similar because everyone's very serious. Yeah. Like you'd have all the the abroad, study abroad students not taking it seriously at all. But then like the, the national Singaporean students were just, they work hard. 
Thanks. and it was in, it was so intimidating. But lifestyle in terms of Singapore and Philippines, I think is quite quite different. Because Singapore looks to me, Singapore looks like Canary Wharf, <laughs> but like the whole country, <laughs> and that's saying something. And everything's super clean. Yeah. So, yeah. Did you go to the Philippines a lot though? I went. It's close. I went twice. I went once at the end of. I went at the end of each semester. Mm. But I could have easily gone for a cheeky weekend. So for us, cheeky weekends were like, oh, I'm going to go to Malaysia for the weekend. Oh, I'll go to Vietnam. Those were cheeky weekends for us in third year. So it was, it was, it was fun. I it was fun. fun. If you're in uni now, if your uh, degree has a, uh, a year abroad option, I really like recommend you doing it. It's- That's why I picked Bath, I think, because it came with a year abroad because a lot of courses come with year abroads, but it's going to be a four-year course and you graduate with a bachelor's. But for Bath, I could do a four-year course with a year abroad and graduate with my master's. So that's why I picked it. So if you're willing to be away from your family and friends for a long time, do it. Go, it. go abroad. I'd say go for it, to be honest. It's 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 like a, it's a humbling experience and you'll be thankful like at the end of it. I think I had the most basic uni experience because you guys moved <laughs> out. Yeah, you went abroad. Well, yeah, yo, like yo. I stayed here. <laughs> it's okay. It. It's okay. Yeah. You graduated. Yeah. It's okay. It's, it's all right. Okay. Well, it's all that's what it's all about: graduating and improving as a person. That's all I cared about. Mm. Mm. What did you learn from placement, though? How to talk in uncomfortable situations. Nice. No, in uncomfortable oh, okay. situations. Because there's banter, right? And then there's office banter. And you have to adapt. So there's one thing making your people your own age laugh. And then there's one thing like talking to your financial manager trying to like, you know, just that little conversation that you have just so you're not that boring. And it's just like, I've never experienced that before. So I would have to just talk a lot to them, talk to, like, to everyone. And then I was quite, I'm quite, I was quite a shy guy, right? I think yeah. I would, I would never talk before, but then I think I, my placement just forced me to just get out there and just talk normally, mm. like just, just experience it and just get used to it. So then, yeah, build up Fair everything enough. into my final year and confidence mm. was there. I could talk to anyone. Uh, speaking of confidence, it's... Talaga. <laughs> so here we go. So, <laughs> what, we're going Today, that? Okay, <laughs> Today's Talaga fact is delivered by Brandon. So, do you have a fact for us? In 2018, according to the Global Wellbeing Index, Philippine, Philippines placed second in the list of the most stressed countries at 58%. Global average being 35%, right? And the same here, the same here, Philippines was the most emotional country in Asia at 60%. And the biggest causes being their job, being stuck in traffic and relationships. So our nation is just stressed and emotional. Yeah. That's all we are. (laughs) Why is that though? Um, Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) Tanaga? Talaga? There we go. Yeah. No, but really though, how? Why were you so stressed? Because I know I have a couple of um, 
cousins that are in uni in the Philippines at the moment. I talk to them sometimes. Shout out to <laughs> Narvadis cousins. Um, some of them are quite stressed during uni. There's a lot. There's a lot of pressure in general for Filipinos to to do to do well. Don't you think? Like I mean, in, in uni, jobs, relationships, everything. I mean, oh, they, they have to work twice as harder than people here because mm. they're not like developing countries. They, they have to. Yeah, because I think it comes down from the parents always wanting the best for their child, and for them, it's um. Wait, uh, the the Filipino saying is "magsunog ka ng kilay," so like work super hard that you burn your eyebrows off. Yeah, I don't it's know. Actually, it's but, actually a thing. Yes, yeah, magsunog ka ng so yeah, there's like a pressure there, but it's coming from the fact that they just want you to have a better life than they did. Because mm-hmm. obviously, as you said, it's a developing country. But yeah, no, Filipinos are stressed. Yeah. They're emotional. Um, they cry everything. So yeah, I'm not... The fact makes sense. Yeah, let's have a... <laughs> Is that too real for you? <laughs> stressed and emotional. Breakdowns. Uh, I don't know. How much pressure did they put uh, on you, Brandon? Joe Uni? Uni, yeah, not much. Really, they weren't. They weren't the type of parents to press me about my grades. They weren't the type to like, you know, just have that. You have to get an A. You need to. I mean, first you need to get a, you know, you need to get the top grades in your class. They were never. My parents are never like that. So, but even though they didn't have that type of pressure, I put, I put the pressure upon myself because just that's just how I am. Like I wanna, I wanna make them proud. I don't wanna let them down. So. It wasn't more so a pressure from them, but it was more so a pressure from myself to do well and do it for them. So, yeah, that's where their pressures came from, from me. What about you, Ranch? I think the pressure for me wasn't as explicit. Because I'm, um, if you don't know me, I'm an only child, so I don't have, like, I'm the only shot that they have <laughs> of putting a kid through the education system. So if I ended up not doing that well, then it's like, oh, well, oh, look at their kid. They had one shot and they mess it up. But so, yeah, no, I think there was a lot of pressure that I, yeah, as Brandon said, I put on myself. But I had pressure before uni because obviously I, I had the stereotypical, um, they wanted me to do medicine. <laughs> so when I told them that I didn't want to do medicine, um, conversations were had, um, difficult conversations. So uh, we got there eventually. We got there eventually. But yeah, no, um, my parents like to keep up. How, how how I was doing academically but thankfully I was doing alright I was staying above <laughs> expectations so it was alright, it was okay but Josh, did you have it? Because I know you were your first of four first of four, first grandchild to go into uni first to graduate, so let's just get out that way um, okay. the, yeah, no pressure um, it did take a toil on me mentally second year again, it's just all second year for me Breakdowns were had, you know, conversations about, oh, can I do this? Can I actually do this? Like, can I can I finish it? Oh, because um, some modules I just didn't do the best in. So obviously you speak to your parents like, oh, um, they they just told me, um, as long as you just complete your degree, get a job, like, or not, it's up to you. Like, this is this is your like decision now like mm. you it's your life now like it's not ours we've already given you the foundation that's mm. what they said um you just need to build upon it so 
you know, after like countless hours of just crying, breaking down. <laughs> like me and Raj were saying, it, if you didn't have a mental breakdown at any point during uni, you didn't do uni. You didn't do uni right. You didn't do you uni didn't, right. You didn't work hard enough. You didn't work hard enough. Yeah, you, you have to be prepared in all aspects for uni, What is what I've learned. Um, I, I just learned one of that through second year. By the time I got third year, like, got to third year, it was, it was, it was a breeze for me. I don't know about you guys. I mean, after my evolution stage, as we would say, <laughs> coming like a Pokemon, but yeah, like, I, so mentally, right, to bring myself together, I just made a simple life as a happy life, right? So I tried to simplify what, what three things could make me just, happy you know which came down to skin trim and energy as long as i check all three i'm a happy guy right so i didn't know you had a skincare routine post second year because i oh wait, yeah i asked him this like two weeks ago and i was like <laughs> yeah what do what wait hold on, hold on hold on i didn't know you did i thought you were one of the guys who just washed their face with water Isn't it? Ah, come on, come on, come on. look i have i have box box see i'm not like that box you guys just take a different level. I don't know, but yes, guys, I do have a skincare routine. Okay, <laughs> I actually didn't know this. That's surprising to me. No, but you, you just need to drink water. That's just that's what clears. The that's skin. actually that's actually a really good thing. Um, mm. If you're about... if you're twenty two or older, right, and you can't taste the differences between waters, <laughs> you need to check yourself. Yeah, you, you do. Because okay. some people don't know like the differences between the taste and water. I'm like, I agree. I agree. No, yeah, no. Oh That's... my days. How can you not tell? What's your go-to water? <gasps> Ooh, Voss. I've never tasted anything so beautiful. I've never had Voss. I've never had Voss. No, I, yeah, that's my that's my go-to. Smart water all the way, man. Smart water, really. Yeah, just look after yourself, just basically in uni. Honestly, like even with not just like drinks, but like with food as well. So how was final year for you then, Raj? Final year for me, well, first of all, it had the most bearing. So it was 50% of my grade, I think. Mm-hmm. So that was technically my master's year. So it was the year that I was supposed to take very seriously. And it was a year that I did not take very seriously. Um, I was out every Wednesday of the year, apart from two Wednesdays, I think. So, you know, 100% attendance on a night out. That's, that's an <laughs> achievement. I managed to pull through, um, had my dissertation, had all that rigmarole. But yeah, I think, as you said, you go through the first three years trying to find yourself. And once you fourth year, you have, you've got the groove already. So you know where to go to if you need help, you know when you need help. Um, yeah, I think you just get used to it. It's just like fourth year. For, fourth year for me was more make the most out of it because I know after it is going to be, you'll be working. So, you know, it'll be very different. So I think me and my house had the mentality of like, oh, it's our last October together. So we have to go out. It's our last November together. So we have to go out. <laughs> but yeah, I think social aspect was definitely there. Still learned a lot. So you can't take that away from me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, I want to just reiterate it. Like social life during uni is actually, you need, like is actually really important you're not well you can do well just by studying throughout the entire course of your degree 
but like there are so many connections networking like friends you could make and things you could do mm. i took up like a hobby during uni i mm. took up photography like if you go scroll through my instagram shameless plug it's just mostly okay. just travel pictures um and like just general photography in general so like during your time at uni i'd definitely say like pick up a hobby or something it could even be like something not you know superficial like writing mm. reading yeah and when we say social life is important we don't necessarily mean clubbing mm. like even if it's mm. just like remember to go out for lunch with your friends like that that in itself is quite powerful in terms of taking care of yourself so yeah but if you want to just study throughout the entire three years and you have no time for it go ahead if that if, if it's Wait. if that's for you it's for you now. however also regarding social life you have to protect your energy guys mm-hmm. be careful who you surround yourself with because the people that surround you just like directly impact your thoughts like just mm-hmm. how you move as well so it's important that you watch yourself like who you're who you're hanging around with because if, if if everyone's around you is like very negative all the time then you're gonna you're gonna think the same way so mm, keep, mm, keep yeah. uh, positive energy around you people that have love for you care for you you know yeah and just have fun mm. honestly like you're only gonna be a fresher once you're only gonna go through uni like once if it's your first undergrad like just to have fun with it there, there needs to be a balance i feel mm. like not just in uni like social life like the way I kept through the three years was just talking to people, talking to my friends, uh, playing games, league league with you guys. <laughs> I should have made you more depressed. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, no. For me, like, actually, through, like, throughout the entire three years, like, my escape from uni life, like, whether it be, like, just studying work, <clears throat> placement, or, like, there are some times you don't want to talk to friends, but just, me on my laptop or Nintendo playing Pokemon mm. just to escape it. Well, that was my way of escaping it. And also watching movies. If you live ne- next to an Odeon, uh, just, a, just a, a piece of advice, get a membership card because it's only you, £20 a month. But You go watch movies by yourself, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't know what's wrong with it. I like I going fine, to the fine, movies I by myself. I watched Fifty Shades Freed <laughs> by myself. <laughs> okay, so... so... Wait, so Raj, what what keep what calms you down? What's your go to self alone time activity? Mm. Um, obviously, um, for people who know me, I do love my <laughs> ASMR cooking videos. Um, yes, yes, peaceful oh cuisine. Yes, sponsor me. Yes, peaceful. Oh, I watch him as well. Um, so there's that reading. I want the I want the viewers and the listeners to think I'm smart. Um, but by reading I mean like the Harry Potter books. So. <laughs> you are smart. You're doing a PhD. Thank you. Not everyone Thank can you. say that. Thank you. Yeah, and then you, just just falling into a YouTube hole, mm. like find a channel that you can binge. Just binge it. How about you, Brandon? Mine's still music. I can stare at the ceiling, just listening to music, just chilling. The amount of times I've called Brandon, I'm like Brandon, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just staring at the ceiling. <laughs> Listen to music, you know what I mean? But now I know because, like, I can just, so I can just take out the car, right? Whatever time it is, I can just take late night drive, slap on some mm. Eric Clapton, Luther Vandross, Summer Walker, depends on my mood. 
you know, at 1 a.m., no one's there. Just an open road, you have music blasting, I think. That's my type of that. You need to take me in one of these rides, Brandon. <laughs> I thought I have. Yeah, have I not? You haven't. Okay. Well. It's fine. Yeah. It's okay. Late night drive. So that's another piece of advice, though. Like, spend some alone time. You're going to get so overwhelmed during uni. Like, all three years. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Each year is a different experience, and you you will get overwhelmed. So it's important to have some alone time to do what you like to do. But now that we're, like, all graduates... We're not in uni anymore. Well, Ranch. Well, to be fair, Ranch, you had a year of working experience. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, is there anything you would do different? Because what I would do different was definitely take it, take first year more seriously, even though like it really? does not count. It sets a standard for your work ethic oh. for the years following. Um, <clears throat> for me as well, like joining different societies like, it would have enhanced my uh, uni experience. Even though, like, my course was split between u- two unis, my excuse was, oh, why would I, why should I join? Um, I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel like a student of either uni. But if I only push myself to join um, societies, be more social, I definitely think it would have enhanced my um, uni experience. Mm. The one thing I don't regret, though, was the traveling I got to do during all those three years. Um, and the fact that I had basically money given to me every month, um, it taught me how to be more responsible. Um, I would say though, just chill a bit on all the, um, impulse buying just cause the, the NHS gives yeah, you 500 a month. Yeah. Doesn't mean like you should just spend it all. Yeah. That's the one thing I could take away from uni. So what I would have done differently, I would have definitely moved out just to experience that student accommodation life where you're just out on your own, just a new experience. And also I think I would have loved my, what do you call it? The thing that triggered my mentality change to probably want, I would have liked that to happen sooner rather Mm -hmm. than at the end of second year, just so I could have enjoyed more as a changed person, just a different perspective on life and stuff. And yeah, and I think then definitely join. Actually, yeah, I should have joined the society, but I don't know which one. But I should have. I should have. But in my head at the time, I was just I was just thinking of train times all the time. So I was thinking, will I catch this train if I was to join it? Is there a point? So yeah. How about yourself, Ron? I'm gonna give the most meta answer. I wouldn't have done anything differently <laughs> because. My own personal experiences turn me into the person I am today. And if I made a different decision, then I might not be who I am now. But yeah, I do echo everything that the other two guys have said is um, when you go to uni, join a society, if possible, if, if financially possible, move out, um, just get involved. But yeah, for my experience, I wouldn't change anything. Okay. Thanks guys for joining us today on Tambayan. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at ja underscore dcn uh, branch. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's um at it's ranch, um, but it's i t s r a n c h b x t c h. Also, follow me on my YouTube Ooh. channel that will start up soon. It's um ranch Clemente. Finally. <laughs>
I don't know my handle, but Ranj, if you can say it for me. It's at Coberto underscore 44. Yeah, 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 okay, thank you. Feel free to follow uh, Philly Fest on all of our social media pages and tune in to Tambayan, which is on our YouTube channel and streaming services, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, we'll see you in October for a very special uh, month, month's worth of episode for Tambayan. Bye. 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 Bye.